Hey y'all, it's another week, it's week 13. We are backstage at the Bluebird. I'm Johnny Ellis, and with me, as always, is Andrew Jones. Hi, I'm looking at Google for energy drink natural TV show. It's not helping anything. <laughs> it's not helping. I have just tried to deep dive into it, but I, there, there is an energy drink that features in this episode heavily. And it seems it to do the job. <laughs> it does. Um, but I can't for the life of me figure out what drink it is. And it looks, I feel like as an energy drink connoisseur, although it has, it is creeping up to a year since the last had one. A well year done. in February. Mm-hmm. Feels strange. That's incredible. I've, I've yeah. had over a year without uh, too much dairy. I've cut dairy out except for like oh, really? cups of tea. And maybe, you know, if it's mixed into like a cake or something, but very, very limited amount. What? No cheese? No, Wallace, no cheese. <laughs> oh, I don't Not like even Wednesday Dale. Cheese. Oh, I don't no, like I cheese. I've never liked cheese. Oh, cheese is something wrong with you. Nah. Um, well, hey, we are here backstage at the Bluebird um, talking about cheese um, and talking about National Backers. Season 1, Episode 3. Episode, episode, episode 13, 3, we're going back episode. in time. Ah, strange you'd mention that. What? Episode 13 of Nashville Season 1, called There'll Be No Teardrops Tonight, is directed by none other than Eric Stoltz. Michael J. Fox. Eric for, Stoltz. Everyone's no, no, Michael J. Fox did uh, about Fly. five days of shooting, and then Eric Stoltz came in to do the last three days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah, I was quite surprised when this came up. I, I thought you wouldn't mo- notice his name pop up on the oh, screen. Oh, you don't, you don't know me. I, <laughs> I'm scoping on Stoltz. <laughs> um, well, he was well, Stoltz-stalker. Uh, you know, everyone knows him infamously as the guy, <laughs> as who, the guy was, who wasn't. Who wasn't uh, Marty McFly. He was also in Pulp Fiction, one of my all-time favourite films. Um, he's directed episodes of Madam Secretary, Glee, Confessions of a Teenage Jesus Jerk. Um, that, wasn't, uh, that was a uh, film not TV show, oh, and Class Rank. Those are two films that he did, okay. which sound interesting just from their title. Um, and this is his first episode of three episodes. Oh, so he comes up three times. Yeah. Well, regular-ish. How many, how many seasons does he uh, spread those episodes out of? Um, One, two, two three? One. Um, but I, I never, I never really checked that because it, it's like, oh, we know he's got, he's popping up three times, so who knows, you know? I was just wondering but, if he's like, right, I'll, I'll blast them out in two years and then go back onto making movies or something. All right, I can check for you. I'm, I'm checking yeah, now. I would um, like you to. That's why I asked you the question now, yeah. so we don't have to get to it in a year and a half. Okay. So I'll go. Remember we discussed so, that. Do you want to? Well, while I'm checking, do you want to have a guess? Do you, do you think it's over many one seasons? Is, one in season one. And then two in season two towards the start, and then towards the end. Okay. Um, well, you're almost right. It's two in season one and one in season two. Okay. So two towards the end of season one. Yeah, it'd and have one to be. It's not the at the beginning start. of season two. Yeah. Oh, so he kind of blasts them out within a six month radius then. Yeah. yeah. He just did not want to be in Nashville for too long. Um, and uh, written by David Marshall Grant and Todd Ellis Kessler. Uh, David Marshall Grant wrote episodes of uh, Brothers and Sisters and Smash. It's his second of two episodes. And Todd Ellis Kessler has written for Pan Am, yeah. uh, The Good Wife, The sure. Unit, and Rome. And it's his second of three episodes. Interesting. 
um, the title, and this will, this will shock you. Are you sitting down? I mean, I don't like sitting down unless, you know, true. When you decide to watch a performance. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, you don't get paid. Exactly. Um, well, this, uh, the title, There'll Be No Teardrops Tonight. Okay, is, uh, that sounds is, like a uh, title of a book. It's a title of a song. Oh. It's a title of a Hank Williams song. Would you believe it? I'm starting to sense that you're kind of confusing me with this. <laughs> um, it was the B-side to Mind Your Own Business, uh, recorded D- December 22nd, 1948, in E.T. Herzog Studio um, in Cincinnati, and released in 19- July 1949. Well, it took a time. And according to Colin Escott's 2004 memoir... The um, book we all know. The book we all know that is based that um, the film I saw the light is based on. Yeah, uh, but the less said about that, the better. Um, did you like that film? Didn't see it. You didn't see it at all. Nope. You said you weren't a big fan of it, so it's like, oh, if you, if you the target audience, yeah. weren't invested, me, yeah. the one who does not care, shut. It's it's worth watching just for the opening. You like song. the opening, and that's it. Yeah. So yeah. why why would I watch anything beyond that if I don't even want to watch the opening? Fine, fair enough. He sees a light. Um, End. But apparently, uh, according to Colin Escott, uh, country music disc jockey Nelson King always insists that he had written "There'll Be No Teardrops Tonight" with Hank Williams, and was surreptitiously uh, credited with a half share of the song. However, the extent of contribution is debatable. Um, songwriter Tillman Franks. Uh, oh, yeah, says that he had more or less invented a payola of in the country record business. Later recalled a fishing trip he took with Williams and country singer Webb Pierce. I'd given Nelson King half of three ways of knowing. Uh, and Hank said, thanks, thanks, you and Pierce have done fucked up business, given these, de- these DJ songs. Fine. There's, there's a bit of um yeah that seems like some sort of uh, dramatic tension going on there yeah it's not the kind of thing we talk about in Nashville very often who did this to who and who owns the uh, everything above someone else's head and whoever has divorced someone and whoever is sleeping with another one it just doesn't come up with this show so oh, it's good to finally get to have a bit of a thing. Well, let's see if any of that comes up later today. Probably oh. won't. Let's get into it. Um, we are in Atlanta, Georgia. Is that right? Yep. That's we are in the home of that. Outcast. Um, and Raina has got two interviews left on her press junket. Um, and then she's done. Uh, but Deacon's voice is ringing her in her ears when he was saying last week, I'm done talking before he made out with her in the awkward elevator meeting. He sloshed his mouth all over her. You did indeed. It wasn't making out, it was being weird. <laughs> um, Juliet, meanwhile, is making changes. Uh, she is on stage, she's saying she wants a runway, she wants uh, space for an acoustic set. Yeah, she, she wants, wants to real quick. Yeah. Thing. She wants new lighting. Uh, Glenn is, says he's trying to save her from wrecking her career. Um, but she says she's going to keep writing songs the way she wants to write them. Yeah. And he just keeps writing the checks. So she's she's making change. She's grown up. 
she knows what the business is and how she can handle the business into her own decisions. Yeah. It just it's a shame that someone with money decides that they think they know better than the people who create art. It's almost yeah. like the money men have no foresight, only know what has been successful and can't see how to make things successful in the interim. Mm. And thus just peddle the same shit all over the time. And it's the creatives who don't get any of the money who actually create the next evolution of everything and are usually ignored until way too late in the day, which puts a lot of them out. And we should invest in creatives. Music business. Um, business business. Gunner and Scarlet um, are in the kitchen. Uh, Gunner's just in a towel. What? He, in the kitchen? Yep. The yep. one rule. He's technically not ma- not naked. Okay, so she can, see, she can get in the shower and then play guitar and it's fine. Yeah, as long as it's not you not banjo. banjo, banjo. Yeah. Fine, okay. Um, but he's he's had a missed call from an unknown number, but he doesn't know who it is because it's unknown. Yeah, um, uh, she can't star 69, though. Well, he's got... He know, the number's popped up, but he doesn't know it, so... Well, we can star 69 here. Give it he a call. Can, but he, he uh, can't be Well, that's just laziness. <laughs> Gotta put the clothes on because you're lazy. Well, speaking of calls... Uh, uh-huh. Wally, Wally White has called to tell From Scarlet the news that Raina wants to sign Scarlet and Gunner on Super a new imprint. Um, on a, yeah, on a new imprint. Oh, lovely. Um, what do you reckon her label's going to be called? Hmm. Deacon. Whoa. Just Deacon. It was the Deacon, but she dropped the the to make it neater. Daddy Records? Daddy records. No, that's already taken. And you know he'll come and he'll come down on her like a ton of bricks if she dares. The powers that Booth can do anything yep. he wants. Um, Except be in two episodes of this show so far. I know. I have missed Daddy. They miss my powers. You have you missed Daddy? I have so missed, missed Daddy. My so you've missed. Say so, so you've missed Daddy. I have missed the father of Raina James. <laughs> the Daddy. You, I have missed. missed You've missed that. Maddie and <laughs> grandfather. <laughs> You've missed that. Um, well, we're back in Atlanta. Um, Raina's finished up with her drunket and she spots oh, oh. Lee McGuinness in the foyer of the hotel. Um, now he's a producer that gets blacklisted from record labels. Yep. We know um, what he's like. Well, he's producing a band based out uh, out in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, Outcast. Apparently that's why he's there, yeah. Um, meanwhile, the inauguration for the inauguration plans for Teddy is looking yeah. good. Uh, okay. Daddy's got some plans. Three doors down? Three doors down. Are oh. they going to play? Uh, maybe. Well, I'll tell you what, Raina's not going to fucking play, is she? Why not? Because she's, um, if you remember last week, I don't. Teddy, Teddy asked for a divorce. What? Yeah. Theodore. Well, um, Teddy's Flat with um, Teddy's with Tandy, his uh, soon-to-be ex ex-sister-in-law, sister-in-law, ex-sister-in-law. Um, and they're walking into some co- sort of courtroom or something. They're they're walking into a place, and they've got um. The halls of Nashville's government, and they've had to um, put their their bag and stuff through X-ray machine, 
Yeah. And Tandy picks up um, Teddy's phone and sees that Paige trying to call him. And she says, well, what's all this? And he says, none of this is yours or your daddy's business. So he's not, he's not giving anything away. That Cumberland um, deal is coming back to haunt everyone. Well, now we're at a key motel. Uh, Avery's staying there after he left um, Marilyn. And he's not um, feeling... Yes. <laughs> he's not feeling the direction that Dominic Domino Dominic is taking the album that he's recording. Oh, Marilyn sure. says it's going to pay off in the long run. And she's gonna, she'll spot some cash. We're decent staying there. He hasn't seen a single being. dollar. He hasn't seen he's a been single cashless. Dollar. He's been only on cards yeah. and traveller's checks and yeah. Venmo. Well, you know, it, it um, transfers the virus quicker, doesn't it? So it's best he to have a cashless society. He is bit COVID. Yeah. He's um, crypto contagious. Meanwhile, Jade, the bluebird, to see, uh, see his brother. Jason, 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 G. Oh, oh. Yeah. It's weird because Jason's got the gun, so I would call him the gunner. <laughs> and yet... Yeah. It's the irony of it, which is which works so well. It's the luck of the um, irony. <laughs> uh, Raina, meanwhile, gets a call from Teddy. Um, Daphne's finished the science project. Maddie scored a goal in soccer. It was soccer oh, that Maddie was playing. Remember a couple weeks ago? She's going to sports. Yeah. Yeah. It was soccer, it turns out. That's what she had knee pads. She did. But okay. soccer, yeah, they do. They're, they're over safe. And yet, yeah. you know, concussion. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's the irony. The luck of the irony. <laughs> the irony. Um, <laughs> um, I heard you were talking about me. <laughs> That's a deep cut for anyone who watched George Lucas talk show a couple of weeks ago. Um, Teddy has uh, cancelled the dance classes for the kit for the girls <gasps> so that uh her, so that Raina and Teddy can tell the girls together about I can tell dance. them through interpretive dance. Just <laughs> the longer the longer they wait. You've seen the, the last uh, you know half hour of I'm thinking of ending things. That I've not seen I'm thinking of ending things yet. Well the last half hour of that is interpretive dance. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of watching I'm thinking of ending uh, things. I'm thinking you'll never watch it because I'm thinking you're thinking of ending things very quickly. Probably. Yeah. You're probably right. I'm never, never going to fucking watch it. Yep. Um, but he said, Teddy reckons that the longer they wait, the more something is going to leak and the girls will find out from Well, if else. I'm going to quote the tagline for the 40-year-old version, the longer you wait, the harder it gets. <laughs> um, meanwhile, uh, Raina, nine-time Grammy winner, is introduced on stage and misses her cue. What? What? Twice. Twice. So go, they go round, they do a bar, well, four bars of her song, and then another four bars of her song. And so they have to loop she, her until yeah. she finally... She seems to be all alone on that stage. Camera's looking at her, and it's just darkness, darkness. behind her. She's no um, parents. She's, <laughs> she's dealing with stuff. You know? she's, she's distracted. Um, um, she got shit. In 20 years, uh, Deacon's never seen her miss a cue, let alone two cues. Didn't know she even played snooker. Oh, no, you're referring to Desmond Llewellyn and Ben Whishaw. <laughs> Who we both miss. Um, and now we have the title. We are in Nashville, even though uh, we were just in Georgia. Except we were just in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. But it's Nashville. Um, it's Nashville-centric. Meanwhile, in back in Atlanta, Georgia, oh, uh, Raina's backstage, 
um, her new guitarist is kind of mouths across the room. Are you okay? Um, Bucky turns up. <laughs> no. Bucky turns up. Sorry. Bucky turns up and says, don't worry, nobody noticed that hiccup. <laughs> they probably know it's the second one. Um, and Liam turns up. And Liam McGinnis turns up with champagne. Pulls a glass of champagne for that's nice. And he's here to distract her. Yeah. Um, Except for Adria, who just, you know, is there to ask if she's okay. Yeah. Or if she's gay, you don't know what she's actually asking. Are you gay? Yeah, I mean, do you know yeah. what? Raina Adria? Yeah. Adria. That's a cool. Ship it, yep. Yeah. Ship it, um, lock it down, send it out to the sea. <laughs> well, Juliet's now having a meeting with her crew. Um, her musicians, her, her dancers, everyone on her side of the tour. Um, oh, what, she's wait, saying, so uh, which lips are these? Red lips. Ah. It's for the red microphone. But why um, white lips? Because um, Rena's nearly dead because she's old. Um, she is old. <laughs> she's over 35. Oof. God, you'll be there in five years' time. Kids <laughs> are old. Uh, um. <laughs> I'll be manager of this place. Do you want to <laughs> fuck with me? I can change your rotor. Is that how, is that how I get my chain, my rotor changed? To fuck yep. with you? Yeah. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> shit detail, my friend. You'll shit it. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, uh, Juliet is saying that the reaction to the new material has been outstanding. This new material is the acoustic stuff. Yes. And it's inspired her to do a little re- revamping for the rest of the tour. Get away huge, from the juvenile... huge stadiums and arenas. Yep. yep. There's a huge show beforehand. Yeah. Every night. Mm-hmm. Theoretically beforehand, I'm assuming she goes on second. Mm-hmm. And then she comes out and she's like, I'm going to sit on stage with one guitarist and we're going to sing some songs. Well, didn't they agree? Pumped they up they crowd. Gonna, they were going to alternate no, uh, nights on who uh, closed. Okay, so, so she either warms up the crowd with a very gentle breeze, or mm. she can't, or she you know headlines by making people leave early. Going, I, I was ready for <laughs> the party, and now I'm just going to be in the middle of a twee concert, which I can talk mm. over because it's so quiet. <laughs> Dangerous. Um, well, she wants to get away from the juvenile aspects of her show. I like juveniles. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. We're back at the Bluebird. Hey! hey! Uh, and Deacon is not happy that Jason's turned up. Um, is Jason's Deacon not happy about Jason? That's interesting. He's in Atlanta. I don't know how he goes about this stuff. I don't know how he... Gunner, meanwhile, is pretty happy, Deacon right? He's Gunner's, the... Gunner's ecstatic. Let me change this on my notes here. Gunner. <laughs> Gunner. Is pissed off that he's not Deacon, and he's pissed off that Jason stands up. I mean, yeah, uh, Jason... Jason seems like an asshole, and Deacon is a much better person than Gunner will ever be, so I can yeah. understand. He should just <laughs> disappear. Deacon's got that big Deacon energy. Does. Um, <laughs> Jason's parole officer's been calling, but Gunner's not said anything yet. Um, well, he did kind of, you know, say, hey, I saw him. He went pie, because I saw him when I was in Texas. And that was it. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Jason's got rid of the gun and he just okay. wants a second chance. 
So he's got the he gave his guitar back. He's got rid of the gun now. Yeah, but still, you know, the, the parole situation seems a bit questionable. Yeah, bit quite a tiny bit questionable, but you know, he's yeah. he's he's wants a second chance. One out of three. And as we all know, as Meatloaf says, one out of three ain't bad. Um, Deacon, meanwhile, Deacon Atlanta in Atlanta okay. is uh, worried about Rena. He knows when she's fine, she's not fine. You know, fair. And he says, when you're ready to talk, talk to me. I'm here. Oh, he's, he's doing the Terry Tibbs thing. Yeah. <laughs> talk to me. Um, meanwhile, Teddy, uh, Tandy's trying to call uh, Raina. Um, about what? Well, about, uh, she's wondering what's going on with... Um, with... Teddy. Teddy. But, Teddy's asking about Teddy. Yep, but Raina's not really answering and she's busy. She's got to go. Bye. Um, go through a tunnel. <laughs> exactly. A lot of tunnels in that stadium. Uh, Atlanta is tunnel capital of the world. <laughs> um, well, Juliet's mum is coming out of rehab next week. Uh, um, who is she? Jolene. 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 There you go. But I walked over there. Apologies. Um, well, she's, she asks her assistant to um, look for a place for her mum to uh, to move to. You know, somewhere, somewhere to... For her to set up once she comes out of rehab. I mean, there's a uh, spare Glenn, there's a spare room in a Gano and Scooter's place. Maybe true. Jolie could settle there. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um. Uh. Well, Glenn's turned up and he's not happy. Um. You know. Which was Glenn? He's just, Glenn is um. Judy's he's not bucking. Manager. No, no, not Bucky. Bucky's uh, Raina's manager. Yeah. Um, he he says it was a good performance. Yeah. Um, she sure. says thanks. You know, the the fans were me with me the whole time, and he says, oh no, not that performance. I'm talking that's... about that performance, the uh, the little meeting that you had. And he says, do you, do you <sighs> want me to say I'm fine with all this, with you changing things and and ruining your your whole your whole look, your whole you know. Uh, whole the whole business. She's a multi-million dollar business. She she can't be changing herself. No, that's a risk. It's risky. There's, there's no famous prominent musicians who've ever gone through any kind of chair uh, chair yeah. uh, ch- changes. Ch- ch- changes. <laughs> They've never had to record um, in you know some sort of st- st- studio. <laughs> um. Well, he says, you know, do you want me to say I'm fine with this? And she says, no, no, I don't want you to say I'm fine. I said, I want you to say yes, ma'am. She gives him a little peck on the cheek. Um, Liam, meanwhile... Oh, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Stomp on my throat (laughs) kind of thing, isn't it? Um, Liam is with Raina and he says he doesn't need to know about Raina's problems, but he knows what the solutions could mean. Uh, Drink more, dance... And get away from problems for just one night. Have a vacation from your from your life. Drink drugs and rock and roll. Drink, dance, and get away from problems. Exactly. I mean, um, this seems like some real Revel Kings type attitude without the drink <laughs> part, really. And the drugs part. 
Um, that's why I say remove the drugs, but now I'm adding the drinks into it, so that's a problem. Yeah. Well, the girls sex? back home, uh, Daphne and Maddie. Definitely no sex. Um, <laughs> no sex. Good. So we're talking about Daphne and Maddie now. Yeah, the coolest young. girls <laughs> in the world. Well, they are cool because they're making a cake for uh, their mum's They're making term. a cake that says, Welcome home, mum. And it's yeah. really well written. It's perfect. Uh, it's not it's chocolate well, on it's it's chocolate the outside. And vanilla, vanilla on the inside. inside. Yeah. Yum. Yum. It does sound yum, doesn't it? I, I like want a cake. a cake. Yeah. I want a cake. Let's bake. Let's bake. Yeah. Shall we have a bake off? Is that what you're saying? No, let's bake together. <laughs> let's bake it on. <laughs> well, um, Avery. Is uh, oh, are we skipping over the cake? We've done the cake, well, we cakes. haven't done the cake. It says the welcome home. Made. Well, Maddie yeah, specifically it, frosted it, I, so it's, exciting. It says welcome home. <laughs> it's got was it two M's in it? No, it's one word welcome home. One, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maddie was so but, insistent know, trying to get it perfect, well, Maddie, and definitely mocked her it. for her writing welcome home as one word. What are you in the first grade? Um, Maddie, Maddie made it. Daphne you know, is a real fucking <laughs> little piece of work to her sister. She's trying her darndest. She's got some good icing. It's like, oh, just... you didn't put enough space between them. You did the <laughs> John Mulaney thing. You started off with a big... Da- <laughs> <laughs> I know how big words should be. <laughs> and then she forgot everything she learned in the word home. Welcome. <laughs> Big ass H. <laughs> oh. oh no. Oh, oh god. <laughs> now we gotta put a small low, a small low. Oh, you're going through his and bit. Maybe that. that maybe that M can go inside that small low. <laughs> He's just gonna go straight into someone else's material. <laughs> Block letters and cursive work well together. <laughs> <laughs> I I know that pretty much. Off my heart. It's one oh. of the, it's one of the stand-up specials I listen to to fall asleep to. I don't know how you can fall asleep to that. <laughs> Just laugh an hour. Painful. Oh, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, uh, Avery is um is recording songs in the studio. Um, he's reaching for a sound that's just not him. Dominic Domino Dominic is making him reach for these sounds. That just How is he going to make him do that? Because I think you'll find Dominic Domino Dominic has at this point reached the uh, singularity. He is he's artificial intelligence. In... Yeah. No, he's he's, a, he's in a computer. He is <laughs> just... he is everywhere. He's omnipotence. He's just a voice, which makes which explains why last time we saw him, he gave his car away. He knew <laughs> that he was going to go back to his room and become computer. Yeah. He was going to Lucy this thing. He's a USB stick. Oh, God, remember that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, she becomes Jesus Christ at the end. <laughs> so Dominic, Dominic, Dominic is now Jesus Christ, the computer. Well, Avery's getting frustrated, you know. He wants he wants a big break, but it's nothing. It's not happening. It doesn't sound good. I'll be honest, yeah. the acoustics in that, in that recording studio were kind they of didn't. awkward. But who has come to save the day? <gasps> Underdog. Hayley, yogurt oh. girl. You may know of us. I do. I do know. You I do, do indeed. I do like a nice gulp of yogurt. Well, she's trying to say, sign up Avery for herself. Um, and well, she's for herself, not for drinks. the uh, not for well, the library that they created the for, record for herself, and yeah, for the library, but mainly for you know for her personal gain as well for her career. Is she gonna, be good for her. 
Oh, is he going to be good for her? Mm. I don't know if I can see him covered in yogurt. Well, we'll see because she's invited him for drinks. Oh, I do want to see him covered in yogurt. But though. until then, before then, rather, um, yeah. Teddy is Get calling. Um, Teddy calls up Peggy, and he's on the phone to Peggy, and he's told Peggy Theodore that, and Margaret together again. And he's told her that uh, he's asked Raina for a divorce, and uh, he's they're just whispering sweet nothings over the phone, telling each other how much how much they miss each other. Maddie, meanwhile, comes in because. Uh, Daphne Does she? Has broken a bloody bowl. Does she come in or has Daphne come in because Maddie's broken the bowl? Maddie comes in because Daphne's broken the bowl. Despite the fact that at the end it's Daphne who. Who what? Daphne's the older one, right? No, Maddie's the older one. I thought Daphne was the older one. No, Daphne's the younger one. I'm pretty sure You've Daphne was. Got me doubting it now. Hold on. I'm pretty sure Daphne's the oldest. Because then they kept saying daddy all the time and then Maddie came along and they called her Maddie because they liked the word daddy lately <laughs> with Theodore. Uh, you've got me, you me second-guessing myself now. Hold yeah, on, uh, rightly so, because I'm pretty sure Daphne's the eldest. No, Lennon Stella plays Maddie Conrad in Nashville. Conrad? Uh, she's yeah. a James. <laughs> the kids are Jameses. Oh, yeah, whoops. <laughs> I mean, Maddie, they must, IMDb must have uh, met, mixed something Theodore up. Theodore is, is not giving his name, family name to them. Because <laughs> the powers that Booth would never allow it. Theodore's surname isn't Conrad. Oh. Whose name is Conrad? Oh, no, it is. Never mind. I mean, Thank I, you. I'm, I'm confusing myself. I Thank thought you. maybe there was a spoiler there. No. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, Daphne... Uh, Daphne Conrad is played by Maisie Stella. Yeah, Maisie is the younger one, and she plays. She is uh, Daphne. Well, then my oldest rock. I assume Daphne was the oldest one. Maisie's was the, the oldest one. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't Scooby Doo. So Daphne was already the oldest one. <laughs> um, well, um, Maddie comes in to Teddy's uh, room and trying to tell him that uh, oh. Daphne has. Broken bowl, another bowl. I think she says, "Red um, bowl, red bowl, not white bowl." Um, and she overhears uh, Teddy on the phone, and just at that point, would you believe it? Teddy no. explains, calls the person he's on the phone to, who says, "He says, listen, Peggy, I love you so much." Basically, that's what he says. Yeah, pretty basically. much. It's like uh, stop, stop. I mean, stop saying that. Lock the he door. Said, he hasn't mentioned her name. At all, at but the all. second that Maddie kind of creeps into the doorway and looks into the into the bathroom, I think he's at that yeah. point. Yeah, he's in the way with the bad acoustics. He says, "Listen, Peggy, say P dog, say, <laughs> say Margaret, Margaret. Listen, Margaret, I'm going bad. to buy you a Blu-ray. You've been sat on the shelf for five and a half years. <laughs> there you go. It's not weird then, and you know that's a code for I love you. I'm sure." Well, what's, what's weird is he hasn't brought it up already at this point, you know. That's what's weird. Black Friday deals. Yeah. I know I know. the Black Friday deals were too expensive, but now it's Valentine's Day era. Yeah. So now he's going to get that director's cut. That's sweet three hours. Well, now Raina is out drinking with Liam. Um, she takes his, uh, takes his cowboy hat. It's not a cowboy hat. It's, it's a, it's a mini it's cowboy a hat. It's a fedora. Yeah. 
Um, I just like to think it was a cowboy hat. It's not he, a cowboy he, hat. He's, he wouldn't wear the cowboy boots, but I thought he's maybe a, he'd he's, a wank, he's an art wanker. He likes the kind of the trilby esque look. Well, now he's taking, now he's now he's going for a dance with Raina on the dance floor. Is he? They're having a, they're having a bit of fun together. Yeah, it's a fun night. So out. it's fast, slow, slow. Yeah, slow, slow, fast, fast, slow. Um, she's leading. Meanwhile, Glenn <sighs> has called all of. Juliet's, I was going to say uh, Daphne's son. Um, she has called, called all of Daphne's team. Yeah. Glenn does he's like called, to get Daphne's crew together. He's called all of uh, Daphne's crew. All of Daphne's dancers, all her team. All of Juliet's crew. Yeah. Dancers, uh, together. musicians, roadies. Except for, except for Deacon. And except except for Big Deacon and Juliet, because those two are creative and the others are expendables. Yeah. And he Clearly. says, uh, "He says, look, I've looked at the suggestions that Juliet's put forward, and one of the crew members says, sorry, suggestions? They, uh, are we not supposed Ooh, to be doing deal. what she says? There are orders, not our suggestions. And he says, all right, well, just come to me before we spend a dime on any of this stuff. And if she asks anything, Glenn's going to handle it. So Glenn is uh, working against Juliet behind her back, it seems. It's a real Mitch McConnell. But now we're back, back at the Bluebird. Hey, hey! <laughs> um, and Gunner tells Scarlet that Jason. I tell, I tell you why I'm not too happy at the moment. It's the heating has gone out in the Black Bluebird, and I've started to get really fucking cold. Oh, well. That's like I like the fire. Get an extra sweater. So, don't like the fire. You like the fire. No. Well, house of very, very fine house. Grin and Barrett, honestly. We don't Are they playing tonight, Grin and Barrett? <laughs> Sorry, I backstage. Have from last yeah. last oh, week. Well, I have last the bear year. from last week. <laughs> um, well, um, he's asking Scarlett if uh, Jason can stay over. Um, but, you know, that's kind of, or well, it's not kind of, it is harboring a fugitive. Yeah. And he's not staying on their couch. Scooter ain't no accessory to any crimes. Exactly. Except for the crime of being too gorgeous. True. <laughs> it is true, yeah. isn't it? I kind of like how rest you, for that. I like how you're a fan of Scarlet, but I also don't like it. Um, Why not? I don't like competition. It's not competition. <laughs> I like I like Scooter. I would never do anything. All right, fair enough. I would. Um, <laughs> hey, I know where you're going to stick your hand. <laughs> on your heart as you pledge the oath to Scooter. Exactly. Every week. The banjo shout. Um, uh, meanwhile, uh, Deacon is asking Glenn about this uh, secret meeting that. Oh, really? Without him. Yeah. So, so he knows about the secret meeting that was secret. Oh, Deacon somehow found out. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I I think we've got a leak. We've got a mole. There's only we one do. person who can sort that stuff out. Jack Bauer. Let's call Jack Bauer to Nashville. Oh man. Oh, could you imagine? I could, and it's wildly erotic. <laughs> Let's just stop for a minute. Think about Jack Bauer in, in Nashville for 24 hours. You know what he'd need to survive those 24 hours, though, to keep up. What? He'd need an energy what? drink. He does. 
<laughs> I really would. You really would. You know what? I think he only ever drank an energy drink once in that entire show, and it was in season one. Sure, that, that's all he needed for there was seven an, seasons. There was an episode in the first, <laughs> the first half of the season where he had someone held up in... He, he, he kind of kept her sort of hostage because he was waiting for something and he couldn't let her leave because he was, he was hiding out in a... Uh, we've gone off on a tangent, but fuck it. Um, he was hiding out in a, in a construction site and he was in a construction site office and he, he was... Yeah, he had this woman that worked... No, not worked, she didn't work there. I think she'd just come off a shift at a diner or something. Okay. And he crossed paths with her and he, he ended up in this office, breaking into this office with her. Um, and he was nodding off. And I think he was, I think he drank an energy drink then. I also remember season five or six, yeah, maybe seven, no, probably five or six, um, where Chloe, Chloe O'Brien's uh, husband at the time uh, was in a shop buying a Red Bull. And I think those are the only two instances I remember of people having energy drinks because I, I, I take note of that when, when it happens in them. Um... How much coffee though? <laughs> That's the adult uh, who cares about drink, you yeah, well, That's the adult version, you know. Who cares about coffee? Um, anyway, where were we? So, we were in Nashville. We were in Nashville. Um, no, we weren't. We were in uh, Georgia because uh, no, we were in asking Glenn about meeting. Yes. Um, Glenn uh, found Judy in Alabama, it turns out. Oh, uh, where she was knows... swinging hammers. Yeah. That's the price you've got to pay when you play the panorama. <laughs> um, he knows what uh, Juliet needs. Uh, he's been like a father to her. But Deacon points out that fathers let their daughters grow up. Uh, fathers let their daughters down, I think you'll find, um, is the nature of Nashville, the show. Yeah. But daddies don't. Um, daddies definitely do. Juliet, Juliet, Juliet meanwhile, uh, rocks up in a car and she's, uh, she's buzzed. She's got new song ideas. She wants, to, she wants Deacon now to hop in the car and... and uh, Punch out these, uh, punch out? No. Yeah, let's, let's say punch What's out the these point? song ideas. Yeah, punch out these song ideas with a... Beat out? Um, while they're still... Well, maybe. Um, while they're still fresh in their mind. Oh, yeah. Give them a good beat. Um, oh, I would. Because every beat. song needs a good beat. <laughs> you know what doesn't need a good beat? What? Michael Jackson's beat it. He already had a good beat. Yeah. He just didn't need it. What does need a good beat is Avery and his music. Um, yeah. Sound Circle wants to buy Avery's catalogue. Um, okay. Marilyn has got a uh, new young artist, but all Avery's got is himself. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, he's um, his own loner. So he hasn't got a band anymore. He got rid of them. Marilyn's trying to talk him out of uh, selling his uh, selling his catalogue, but um, he's he's leaning towards it. You know, he he wants to feel like he's good but he's basically not, not good he's <laughs> a wanker he is he is a bit of a prick well uh reno and liam are still dancing although they come off the dance floor now yeah they uh, and she two-step and she finally tells liam this is what's going on taylor's asked me for a divorce deacon kissed me in an awkward elevated situation last week um and Raina basically wants to feel anything other than what she's feeling right now. Sure. Um, well, Liam. What can she's help feeling with that. right now is uh, Liam's asshole. 
<laughs> Very well. interesting shot. Eric Stoltz really got in there. Liam That's why you're the Stoltz. Liam can help with that. Um, Raina gets spotted. Van spots her. And so they decide to, they decide, they well, decide to leave. Spotting Raina or spotting Liam? Uh, I think they spot Raina. Liam, Liam wants to hope that um, he spot, they spot him, but we all know it's the Queen of Country, Raina James. And they, spot. Um, they go back to the hotel. She thanks him for running away from her life with him. With her, rather. Okay. Um, sure. You know what I mean. Um, Gender's and, a construct, doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. And he says, well, why you? Why do you want to end it so soon? Why not come in for a nightcap? And he gives her a big old kiss. <laughs> I assume it was um, Oh, yeah, probably. Well, yeah, definitely. Um, so she goes into his room with her. With no, she goes into him. She goes into him <laughs> in her room with him, in yeah. her, in him. Basically, it's, it's Inception. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Pretty much. Cool. And she's she's gonna take a longer vacation from her life. He's um he gets a twelve dollar bourbon from the minibar. Nice. And he a full giant three liter bottle. No. No, it's a very, very tiny little airplane bottle. That's not worth twelve dollars. Yeah, give me three um, liters, twelve dollars, not twelve liters, three dollars. Although, give me twelve liters, three dollars. Well, he goes. He um he leans in for another kiss, and and it's even sloppier. Yeah, so she has to go to the bathroom and it's, get herself made up. Remember in Beethoven. I've never seen Beethoven. When Charles Grodin's looking around and Beethoven comes in and he's just slobbering over everything. And <laughs> it's that. Remember Turner and Hooch? Where Turner's like, this is not your room. And Hooch has got the slobber and he slobbers all over him. It's like <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, well, she goes into the bathroom to get made up, put some. Remember Slimer? And then she starts. Gilmore's like, Slimer, this is not your slime. And Slimer slimes him and he says he's got slimed. It's like that. <laughs> And she starts. Uh, she starts crying. Just like Slimer did. Come flooding back. <laughs> Meanwhile, back <laughs> at the Bluebird. Hey. Uh, Donna tells Scarlet that um, Jason being in prison was his fault. It was an armed robbery. Yeah. And Donna was the driver. Despite uh, his name. But he. <laughs> but he left uh, Jason there when Donna saw the gun, uh, and uh, wasn't. Uh, was got scared, and he drove away. Yep, because the armed robbery was going to happen. How? With a gun. Sword. Yeah, yeah but, you know, he true. was like, "Oh, there's a gun here." Yeah. Rocket launcher. Mine. Well, maybe he thought he'd just put, uh, you know, make it look like he had a gun in his pocket because that always works in the films and TVs. Bandits. So they do that in bandits. There's the highlighters yeah. in the pocket. Um, but you know, Jason never, never snitched on him. The snitches get stitches. That is wildly false. So Scarlet says, all right, well, he can stay for one night, I guess. Now that Snitch, I know there's, there's fine, two Don't get stitches. Snitches die. Stitches are for people who need to have an alibi. <laughs> That's the right. <laughs> Didn't know that. <laughs> um, meanwhile, uh, Avery's having drinks with Hayley. Um, uh, so I know uh, 
Um, Haley is her proper name. Younger girl is her online gang. Right. <laughs> her OnlyFans handle. Um, yeah, when she's scouting out the voice. She wants to give him uh, financial She freedom. pays for OnlyFans. She's not an OnlyFans account holder herself. <laughs> well, speaking of paying, she wants to pay Avery, give him financial freedom. Um, the financial freedom that he deserves to be himself. Deserves? Yeah. This guy deserves nothing. He really doesn't. I'm Gene he... Wildering this. This is Willy Wonka. He gets nothing. He well, loses. Liam... Good day, sir. <laughs> Liam tries to get into the bathroom where uh, Raina has been crying. Yeah, she does all this kind of like hijinks with her body to stop the door opening. Yeah, well, she doesn't. She doesn't cry pretty. As, uh, she, she says that, and then, you know, I don't understand this because she uh, doesn't look that bad. She's got. She? She's got a smoky eye. Yeah, and she looks like Connie looks Britton. Nice, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you can't get much, you know, better looking. Yeah, she is aesthetically capable. But apparently, she get... doesn't quite pretty. Which is ridiculous. She anyway. Yeah, she says that, but she's a total liar and a fraud. Juliet, meanwhile, is excited. She's uh, she's writing with Deacon. She's got all these thoughts and they're tumbling out of her head. Oh, and oh out of her she, mouth. What, what, yeah. what's the opening of this scene? Oh, the opening of this scene is this she's, is twenty nine uh, minutes into the episode. Yep, 29 minutes into the episode, she has got a can of something, and it's an energy drink, but we can't figure out what... Have you figured it out while I've been nope. blathering away here now? No, nope, but it's a red drink. It is a red drink. If it's anyone, a very red drink. It's like a it's cherry or in, a cranberry colour. In a kind of green, dull greenish. Yeah, it's and weird, dull green. Doesn't look like it's energy based on that it's, dullness. It's two words. The first one ends in Y. Oh, so energy. that's what it's. Uh, that's probably what it is. It probably it just says yeah. energy drink on it. Yeah. Oh, God. I hope it's an actual drink. I mean, it's an actual drink she was drinking, does, but, you know, it's probably just Tizer. If anyone does find out, please email bluebirdpod at hotmart.com with energy drink. Could you. In uh, the title. And energy just, drink just Juliet Barnes, just to be very specific, because we don't yeah. want to get energy drinks from any of the other characters. I don't want to see what Maddie or Daphne's energy I don't drink care. is like. I don't, I don't care who it is. I just care about energy, drink, energy drinks. Um, is there a trainer coming? Energy drink. 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 I, you know, like I said, it's coming up to a year in February for me. Um, so it's been not... nine months. Yeah. Um... You've had, but, a, you've had an um, energy drinkless baby. I'm ready to have another one, you know. <laughs> oh, sorry, DJ Callis. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I am sure. I want I have always said I want to have one more when I hit the one year mark, just to see if it's if it tastes the same. I smoke. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll be disgusted by it. So we'll find out in February. Just a few more months to go. TikTok. TikTok, exactly. No, um, I'm just reciting some of my favourite songs by Kesha. <laughs> and her new podcast about ghosts. I did spot that. I've, I've subscribed. I've not listened to it yet. Creepies! <laughs> um, well, Juliet is writing away with Deacon. Um, Deacon likes it, but he doesn't know what Glenn's going to think. Um, Glenn's going to think what Glenn's going to think. That doesn't matter. Yeah, he's Juliet... not art. He's not creation. He's money. And Julia says she's not going to be his prophet forever. Um, but she finds out that... Uh, so who is going to be a puppet about... forever, though? Go on. Scooter. Yeah. Scooter's going to be a puppet because Scooter's on the Muppets. 
she finds out Glenn's been talking behind her back. Um, everyone's trying to fe- find a way, figure out a way to keep this whole thing on track, uh, Deacon says. So Julia is not happy. She goes back to the hotel, bangs on everyone's door. On all, so all her someone door. leaked to Deke, and then Deke leaked immediately yeah. to Julia. It's just, this is, this ship is just going to sink. Glenn well, is bad. Invited to the meeting, so. I'm aware. I'm aware. Um, Glenn is, is someone, bad at this. Someone knew to leak to Deke. Yeah. And yeah. thus Deke would thus leak because that's the thing that Deke would do. The oh, point is, who did the Deke leak? Well, apparently, whoever you, leaked can we, can we Deke wanted to be woken up. Open up Deke leaks and see who's been doing that. Uh, I love Dikilix. Wanted to be waking up at stupid o'clock in the morning because Juliet bangs on everyone's doors, um, gets them outside their rooms, and basically says, "It's my way or the highway. Whatever I say gets done." And um, then th- uh, this is this is a high floor. We see the balcony. Now, does yeah. she then threaten Glenn by pushing him over the edge of the balcony? No, she Cause... threatens Glenn by saying he's going to be going back to that uh, that. Back to uh, looking for another artist to raise yeah. as a father in Arkansas. Uh, was it Arkansas? I thought it was a, a country fair. It was a country fair, but I can't yeah. remember why. I think it's just the concept of country fair. Bless you. Maybe. Thank you. I thought I got away with that. Um, you get away uh, with nothing. I'm on Deakley, so I can always do the three sneeze next. <laughs> they, they, list your, they list Johnny Sneeze next. It's so weird. Um, they've got it down to a team. Um, Raina and Liam, meanwhile, are on the bathroom floor. Um, Raina's thinking she could, she should just suck it up and stay in the marriage. Um, but Liam says, you know, best day of my childhood was uh, the day my mum said she was finally leaving. Uh, um, she can't really stay in the marriage to... if Theodore's already demanded that. Yeah, that's it's true. Not, that's not a possibility. She's drunk. She's not thinking right. Um, She's She's never thinking right. But Liam also says they made half an album together, so they're practically married. So isn't that illegal? Be married to two people at the same time. Mm. As for divorce, that's what I say. (laughs) Well, now Jason's arrived at Scarlet and Gunner's place. Okay. Um, Gunner's gone to get some seats for. Jason, and Jason thanks Scarlett, uh, but Scarlett says, I'm not doing this for you, I'm doing this for Gunnar. Sure. And walks away from him. She has a stern attitude, and yeah. really on board with that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, she's harboring fugitive, so. She's, she's, she's allowed to have a stern attitude. Um, and hey, we've got she, another... You know what, she's got a real Dolly Parton vibe to this. She's like, I'm a nice person, but if you do give me shit, I will throw the attitude back at you. I'm yeah. not going to, I'm standing my ground. I love yeah. that. Um, well, now we've got another awkward elevator uh, moment with uh, Deacon, but it's, this time it's Deacon and Juliet. Now, this is not an awkward elevator moment. This is a elevator with a glass window awkward moment, so you can see yes. everything going down. Literally, watching. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, Deacon doesn't seem to be happy with Juliet, the way she was treating her staff last night or this morning. Um... And she says, oh, are you going to you gonna quit on me? And he says, well, you know, if you talk to me like you 
talk to Glenn, you're damn right I'll quit on you, like Glenn quit on you. Wow. So he gets out the elevator and he's mad already. And what does he see? Rainer and Liam together. Rainer gives Liam back his hat because she's been wearing it all night long. All night long. Um, And as they're getting on bus, he asks Rainer if she's had a good night. Um, (laughs) Rainer says, sorry, but what do you want from me? And he says he doesn't want a damn thing. So, you know, um, Juliet's damn right that uh, he'll, he'll quit on her. And he doesn't want a damn thing from her. Marina, this dam's all around today. It's written by Beaver this episode, we should mention. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, Jason uh, is making hole in one eggs for his little brother. Egyptian eyes. Yeah, his little brother. Um, Egyptian eyes, really? Is that yeah. the thing? That's what we called it in this house. Mm. You fry up uh, bread and uh, egg, egg in the middle. Egyptian eyes. Egyptian eyes. Never had that before, but okay. Um, and he says half the reason he taught Gunnar guitar when he was younger was to keep Gunnar from moping in his room. Uh, and he gave uh, his guitar to Deacon. He doesn't mope. To Gunnar. Why have I written Deacon? <laughs> really? <laughs> he gave his guitar to acclaimed guitarist Deacon Claiborne. <laughs> The That's guy who doesn't got, need to have a guitar from some kid. Started. Some criminal oh, kid. God. <laughs> from nowhere, <laughs> Texas. Meanwhile, uh, Raina's come back home. Uh, she's with Teddy. Wait, home, and they're getting home, which, which home are we talking home about? Home in yet? Nashville. <gasps> Nashville, yeah. no more Atlanta. Um, she's, she's getting ready to tell the girls about the divorce with Teddy. Yay, they're so excited. And Juliet gets back home. Give a hug. No, give, give a hug. Give a hug to the girls. Yeah. yeah, both of them. She gets hugs. She the eldest one, Daphne, and the youngest one, Matt. <laughs> no, uh, Juliet gets back home. She's all alone in a big empty house. Her, her, she's not her all assistant's alone. there. Well, her assistant's there, but her she's her always there with the iPad with a red yeah. cover. <laughs> Can't be a white cover. That be Raina's iPad. Exactly. Um, so, well, but she sends her assistant home and now she's all alone in a big, big old house. Big old house. Um, Scarlet, meanwhile. What does she do? Asks, what does she do in this big old house? She's just standing around, sitting around. Yeah, but what is she doing? How does she move? Teleports. She, um, she, she seems to teleport from one place to another. She is an X-Men. <laughs> she's a hero. So what does she have to do? Save the cheerleader, save the world. If she is the cheerleader, how should she save the cheerleader? Save herself, save the world. Mm, that doesn't ring true. <laughs> save tonight, save the world. Um, well, Scarlet uh, uh, asks Gunner. Yes, not yes. Deacon. She asks Gunner. Deacon and Scooter do not share a scene this episode. If um, She asks the Gunner if, um, if Jason would get a fresh start if he came and did, came to stayed in Nashville and did music and then they play a new song together they play wait hold on a second are you suggesting that some sort of outlaw will become a country star that's crazy that's fucking ridiculous I don't crazy know that. Um, they play a new song Casino uh, it's a possible choice to play for Raina because they're getting ready to meet Raina and play for her because Raina wants to sign them onto, a new, onto her new label imprint label imprint um, what do you think of this song Casino it was okay. 
Yeah. Nice. And, and, and then her voice started, and um, I did this magical. thing where I looked at uh, Gunnar as he was playing. And my arms were crossed, but then I put my finger and pointed to that, and I was like, oh, with my eyes. It's like, an, oh, wow. And then mm-hmm. what I thought was interesting is then I grabbed my guitar and I started playing a melody over the piece, and I think it really... Oh, that's strange, because Jason joins in. Jason grabs a guitar and joins in. Does he? And plays with them, yeah. You wow. sang with Jason all along. I mean, I might be. Maybe I might be. I mean, I don't. You always knew I had to. No, I'm not going to say that yet. <laughs> well, well, while um, while Jason, uh, Gunnar, and Scarlett are playing the song, Reno and Teddy are breaking breaking the news to the girls. Um, inaudibly, Avery, inaudibly, um, Avery gets a check for a hundred thousand dollars from South Circle Music. Audibly, oh, that's ridiculous. Um, Juliet is still home alone. Uh, the girls are crying over the divorce because they've just found out. Yeah. And Juliet calls her mum and asks her to move into her home. Her mum? Jolene. 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 Yeah. Um, and so he ends. Jason has had his one night. You know, he was allowed to stay one night, so he's going to go and get changed. So he asks uh, to use Gunner's room. Yeah. And he's going to go get changed and get out of the hair. Um... But Scarlett says to Gunnar that he can stay a couple of more days if Gunnar wants. Oh, there you go. That's a little bit of help. Meanwhile, in Jason, in uh, Gunnar's room, Jason, Jason's got the uh, got his bag out. It's takes off his top off. to get. Yeah, takes off his shirt to get another shirt. And was in the in the bag underneath the shirt. Johnny, you always knew I had this gun. I never knew you had this gun. Always knew I had this gun. I can't, can't believe read. Nashville are doing a League of Gentlemen reference, but I love it. <laughs> um, uh, it's also the part in which uh, Theodore looks over to Margaret at one point and goes, you're my wife now. It's quite <laughs> bold. And, um, <laughs> uh, and we end this week's episode with Maddie, the oldest daughter, Daphne, telling Raina that um, Teddy is still with that woman. What? She heard Teddy on the phone to that woman, Peggy. She just thought Raina would like to know. And uh, what do they do? Cut to credits. No, before that. What do they do? Hug. They have the most entourage moment of all time. Go on. They hug it out, bitch. They hug it out, bitch. They hug it out. And what better way to end an episode than with a big old hug out? How are you finding the show? This one went by really quickly. It did. We got about halfway through, and you're like, "Oh, we're 25 minutes in." Yeah, it was. Uh, it was even that was over halfway through. Yeah, I was so very surprised. I thought we were 10 minutes in, and suddenly we were almost towards the end. I thought, "Jeepers, where's it going to go from here?" Where well, was you know, It's a good surprise. Okay, good, good. It's a good surprise when things are flying by and you're invested in the world. Yeah. Oh, you're invested. Look at you. Look at oh, you all invested. Yeah. It's adorable. I love my scooter. <laughs> um, you don't well, mess with. You don't. I just, I just want an energy drink now. You can mess with energy drinks, but don't mess with scooters. Heart. Listen, I'm going to go behind the bar. But before we do, if anyone wants to send us energy drinks, um, you can contact us. Bluebirdpod at hotmail.com. Right. Um, Bluebirdpod on Instagram. Okay. And Facebook and Bluebird underscore pod on Twitter. 
Okay, nice um, places. You can contact me personally and uh, offer me even more energy drinks at movie underscore mad on Twitter and Instagram. And um, where where can they contact you to um, to ask you where they can send me energy drink energy drinks? I'm at Ethan Runt. I'm always open to hear about energy drink consumption or consumption in general. Let's hear about uh, all kinds of illnesses. Okay, I'm going to go behind the bar. Uh, uh, don't worry about hearing any fridges opening. Or I, just just don't look Johnny, in this general direction. I, I really hate seeing you go. But but I'd love to watch me. you walk away. I'm looking at your ass. <laughs>